Charlia. Welcome to Good Luck Charlie. Just like you, I'm on the journey of self-discovery and am daily trying to learn what it means to find balance, create lifelong friendships, chase my dreams and invest in my future. So here's what I'm learning and loving on this crazy path of life. I'm so glad you decided to join me. Hello you guys and welcome back to another podcast episode. I hope you all have had a good week. I always say that, but these episodes come out on Monday, but I guess you could be listening to it at any point. So depending on what time of day it is, depending on what day it is, I hope you've had a good past seven days and a past 24 hours and even past 10 minutes. I've been doing pretty okay, just trying to get through life, get through each day and learn and grow and just try to become the best person I can be. I feel like I... I'm still struggling with a bit of burnout and year 12 is a bit hard, but I'm just trying to get my head on correctly and develop mindsets and sustainable practices and habits that will come with me into my future forever and forever and forever. So I'm just trying to go a little bit easy on myself, give myself a little bit more grace and learn the lessons that if I don't learn now, they'll come back to bite me later, I reckon. And so, and I've been loving driving everywhere. I drove into the city last weekend for the first time for a wedding, which was a little bit scary, but a lot of fun. And I've just been driving here, there and everywhere, taking my sister on drives. And yesterday I went to Brookfield and just sat on the grass and watched the sunset over this pretty like little barn looking thing and these gorgeous hedges. And I read my Bible and just prayed for some of you guys who sent in prayer requests and just little things like that. But I'll talk about that more later. All week I was like, what is this podcast episode going to be about today? feel like nothing particular has happened in my life. I haven't been thinking about one big major concept or haven't had a large conversation with someone about something, which is usually how I get my ideas for podcast episodes, just from my everyday life. But I thought it's okay if I haven't had one large topic because I feel that there are always little small things that I'm thinking about that are rattling around in my brain or little small stories or examples from my life of the way that I want to live a little bit more and develop those habits and those practices and glimpses that I see the life that I want to have and I can kind of chase after that a little bit more. And I want to share some of those thoughts with you today. So you could almost think today of today as a little bit of a thought diary, a little bit of a thought journal and just things that I've been learning and hope you can relate and um, that it sparks some of your own thoughts as well. So first thing is I was having a bit of a bad week this past week. Well, I actually had an okay week, but then some days my days just turn sour and you can wake up and you just feel like today is not it. I just don't really want to do today, which isn't necessarily great. And I think you can always kind of change your attitude around that to an attitude of gratitude. But it's also okay if some days you're just like, nah, I do not feel like it today. So I was having one of those days, Thursday and Friday. And Friday, I was just not feeling it. I had felt like all week I was trying to hold myself together and try to stay calm and peaceful and try to like just trust in God and not let my emotions get the better of me and just keep on going each day and not blow up at everyone around me. So with that in mind, I was chose to just get away and relax. So Friday afternoon, I was like, no, even though I have all these things I have to do, I'm going to drive out to this nice little country place with that's so green and has all these grasses, have a little picnic with myself and just get away and relax and spend this time dedicated to just being with me, being with God and just chilling out. But even when I made that conscious decision to have a peaceful afternoon, as I was driving, I was stressed about where am I actually going to go? I didn't have an exact destination in mind 
and I didn't exactly know how to get there and I was just kind of following cars and I had to make some detours because of road working and even what was supposed to be just a super relaxing, um, stress-free evening, I made so stressful in my mind because I felt like I had to have an exact plan and have it all under control. But in that moment, I was like, no, Talia, you set aside this time to relax and have peace and you're not going to let these things get in your way. Just be okay to go along with the journey. It doesn't matter where you end up because even here you can find just peace in your car listening to music and just resting and relaxing and enjoying the drive and looking at the views. It doesn't have to be super stressful about the destination. Just enjoy the journey. Let go a little bit. Stop feeling like you need to have everything under your control and just enjoy the present moment a little bit more. And it's true. You really just can choose to have peace and relax and enjoy whatever happens in a moment. But it is something you have to be very consciously aware of. Something else that has been on my mind this week, as it has probably for the whole entire year, is having to say no to things. I think I talked about it a little bit in the last week episode, but I have really, really, really been trying to learn to say no. But it is so hard for my personality. And I was just asking myself, like, why is it so hard for me to say no? And there are multiple reasons. One is because I feel like I'm letting people down. I don't want to say no to people who are asking me to do something because I know that it'll then create a problem for them having to find someone else or things like that. But I also don't want to pass up the opportunity for myself. There are so many things that I could have said no to, but I've said yes to. And because of that, you've met great friends or had great experiences or learned something new. So every time I feel like I'm saying no, I feel like I can be ruining a relationship or missing an opportunity or yeah, missing the opportunity to learn something new or have a new experience. And as I was realizing that that was kind of my reasoning half the time behind saying no, that helped me now be able to say no a little bit better because when you know the reason, you can kind of address that and combat that lie a little bit more. But the thing is, it's not even a lie. When you say no, you do pass up on some opportunities. But I have to reason with myself and realize that when I say no to this thing, whatever it is, going out to breakfast with a friend, maybe I feel like I'm putting that relationship, like it could burn out or fizzle out or just I'm not giving it as much as my energy. It means that I have some time to rest and recover and work on myself. So it means when I do come back to that relationship and get to spend time with that friend, I'm going to be better and have more energy and more love to actually give to them. So yes, maybe you're saying no to some opportunities, but it means that the opportunities you do have are going to be so much greater and you're going to be able to get so much more out of them. But in saying that, my wonderful boss uh, asked me to work a bit last minute on Tuesday afternoon and I really like working and I love being able to help them out and make the whole job and life at the cafe a little bit easier. But I also knew that I really should say no because I was already feeling tired And so this was my response, which I honestly don't recommend. I said, I think I have to say no, crying emoji. And by think, I mean, I really should say no because I'm struggling a bit, but I also struggle to say no and I love helping you guys, but I also have something else on that afternoon. So I shouldn't fill out my whole afternoon. So I'm saying, no, I can't help. Sorry, but I would have liked to. (laughs) Uh, And saying things like that doesn't help anyone because then she doesn't have clarity. She's like, well, is it a yes or a no? I didn't set any boundaries. But also that was my thought process. I really, I felt like I should say no, that that was the thing that I was quote unquote supposed to do, but I really struggled to say no. And so I sent that message and I'm like, this is just ridiculous. But that same afternoon, someone asked me to babysit and I said yes. And then I was kicking myself up for saying yes. I was like, Talia, come on, how have you not learned this lesson already? But 
I needed to give myself some grace for not learning a lesson maybe as fast as what I would have liked to. This is going to be a continuous journey and a continuous struggle to me because of some of the reasons that I listed before. And it's okay. It's so long as I'm on the journey, so long as I'm on the path of learning these things and learning my boundaries, it's okay to miss some opportunities. It's okay to still say yes to things. It's, And some of you might not be able to relate to this, but it's, it is okay. And I want to share another story about a time someone asked me to babysit and I said, yes, but only until 8.30 or 9 o'clock at night because I knew my boundaries. And I was terrified sending that message because I was like, They've asked me to babysit. It should be a yes or no. I can't get to determine kind of what their night looks like. But they actually responded saying, thank you for your boundaries. That makes it really easy and super clear for us. Good on you for saying what you need and saying what you want. And I was like, huh, asking and saying your boundaries helps everyone. Being upfront helps everyone, but you have to know your boundaries to say your boundaries. So that has been a big thing for me. And it also ties into the fact that you need to know your priorities to know what you do or don't want to say yes to. What matters most in your life? Is it family, friends, church, opportunities, school, work, um, yourself, you need to kind of work out that order in your head so you do know when to say yes to things or when not to say yes to things. Now, on a completely other side of the spectrum, these all little thoughts and diaries or whatever you want to call them are not related, but I've also been thinking a lot about what does it mean to be a child of God? Some of you might get this, some of you might not, but I do believe everyone is a child of God. But we were talking about this in the Bible study I've been going to recently. And uh, someone said something that I really liked, how everyone is a child of God in the terms of the fact that he created us all. So he is the paternal father of us all, but he isn't necessarily a father figure to all because to do that, we also need to choose to let him be that for us, if that makes sense. But I've been thinking about it a lot, especially as I get stressed and overwhelmed. I've been asking myself, Do I act like I know that I'm a child of God? And for me, that would look like having a source of peace constantly and joy and being able to give love easily and freely without it sometimes costing me and making me more tired. And as I was thinking this, I go, well, no, I don't necessarily think that I do act like I know that I'm a child of God. Do I act like I have that sense of freedom that we talked about in last week's episode? Do I act like I have that sense of joy? And I'm not too sure. But then I was reading Job, which is, a book in the Bible um, known for its suffering. And it made me realize that suffering exists in the world. And I think sometimes as a Christian, especially for myself, I feel that to truly trust God, I almost need to pretend that there isn't suffering or that I'm not experiencing suffering or that I'm not suffering in whatever way that might look like. But Job made me realize it is okay to have a bad day and acknowledge it. It's okay to say this is really hard and that Trusting in God and having strong faith isn't saying, oh, I'm never suffering because God is always good, but saying, despite this suffering, God is still good. So I don't know if that makes sense to other people, but it makes sense to me. And it's in your bad days, choosing to still believe that God is good and he's got your back. And so for me, I kind of experienced this the other day when I was driving to school with my younger sister. And I am a safe driver. I care for my life and other people's lives. Um, and I was safe this that day, but I was just, my gear changes in a manual were just not the smoothest. So it was a bit of a joltier ride. But as I was driving down the road to school and getting, I just did not want to do it. I just did not want to be there. And at one point I screamed, I don't want to do today. And my little sister just looked so shocked. Ella, who's been on the podcast before and her eyes go wide. 
And I, after yelling that, I was like, okay, now I can do today. And I just started jamming out to this Christian music that was on in the car. And she was like, what in the world, Talia? But for me, I guess like what Job did, I had to acknowledge that I was suffering and acknowledge the fact that I didn't want to do today. And once I was real about that and could let out some of that pent up rage, I was then like, now I can do today because I've acknowledged the way I feel. And I'm said that I am suffering a little bit. But now that I've acknowledged that, I can say God is still good and I still choose to try to find the peace and the joy. And so I started jamming out to the Christian worship music. So there's a lesson in there somewhere. Um, I hope you can take away from that whatever you need to take away from it. If not, you can just laugh with me and my friends as I told them that story about how freaked out my younger sister was. Mum and dad, if you're listening to this, I promise I was safe. Anyway, recently I've also been thinking about the fact that at school, I spend so much of my day and energy interacting with people that I'm probably not going to see again after six months. A couple of days ago, I was like, I am sick of having conversations with people that I'm not going to see again. Like I'm sick of putting all of this energy into relationships that don't really matter. But then last night, as I was babysitting, I was speaking to the parents of the baby, the kids, and I just kind of said that to them. But then through our conversation, I made me realize that, yeah, I, I might not see these people again. So why not use this opportunity, this last six months to get to know them? They are a unique person with a unique story, unique perspective on life. Uh, a unique thing to learn from them. And this might be the only opportunity I have to learn from them. So why not just enjoy the last six months I do have with these people? Why not just say hi to them all and give a little bit of energy and love to these people that are my community at this moment, despite the fact that it's ending in six months or so. So that's a bit of a change in mindset. The people around you, no matter how long you'll be around them for, they still deserve the full conversation you can still learn from them and get something out of that relationship, even if it doesn't necessarily turn into a relationship that continues for a long period of time. And I just talked about this on my story um, on Instagram at goodluck underscore Charlie pod. And a few people have already swiped up and said that really resonated with them. So this is the fact that I think what you consume has a way bigger impact on your life than what people realize. Even things like music is so powerful what you consume. And for me particularly, I know that I need songs with like quote unquote nice lyrics um, or encouraging and uplifting lyrics as opposed to songs that maybe rat out an X or scream and yell or super like rappy negative music, things like that. Obviously, you can listen to whatever you like, but I just know for me, I love songs with nice uplifting lyrics, particularly because I often get lyrics stuck in my head. And I don't like it when I have lyrics stuck in my head that have swear words in them or that are mean to another person or things like that, because then that's what's constantly running through my mind. And obviously that's not really going to fill you with positivity. So yes, I'm starting to try to change the music that I listen to, but it's the same with TV shows uh, and different maybe sexual innuendos or uh, racist comments or just things like that. If you watch TV shows or movies and things that have lots of those in it, you're going to start thinking that that's more normalized and okay, and it's going to be filled in your mind as well. But what you consume is up to you. It's just something else to think about. One other thing that I've been thinking about is that the length of time that something goes for doesn't matter if you are loving it or if you are hating it. So for school, people will keep on saying, uh, you've only got six months left. You can do it. It's just six months. That's not very long. Like see the bigger picture. But when you find every day hard 
and maybe every period hard. And at this age as well, that is quite a while of my life. And when every day is hard, that is not very nice to hear someone say. I don't know, maybe you're the person that needs to hear, it is okay if it feels hard. It's okay if it's hard to put six months into perspective. It's okay if it's hard to put even just one day of suffering and difficulty into perspective. I do get it. Or maybe you're the person who maybe needs to give someone who is suffering a little bit more time to grieve and to find that difficult. The other thing, going on your phone and spending time scrolling or messaging or just wasting time on your phone is the easiest thing to do when you're tired. And when you're tired, that's just the only thing that you want to do. But it then makes it so easy for your screen time to just rocket upwards, which is not great. I don't love having, I don't love spending a lot of time on my phone. And when you're tired and you're down, it's so easy to do, but it doesn't make you really feel any better. So this past week, I wrote down a list of things to do that were also easy and simple that I could do instead of spending time on my phone. And I wanted to share some of those with you in case you were also struggling with this or if you just wanted to spend a bit more time being intentional with your everyday and using each moment an hour. Go for a walk, write cards or notes for people, do some art, clean something, organize your closet, read, lay outside and watch the nature, longboard or skate or any wheeled object scooter that you like to ride on, try a new hairstyle, listen to a podcast, spend time in worship, pray for yourself and pray for others, exercise, cook. And that's a list of just a few. So if that's something that you've been struggling with a little bit recently, just write a bit of a list for yourself of ideas that you can do. So when you're tired and when going on your phone feels the easiest way you and sometimes thinking of something else to do is so hard, you've already thought of those things to do and now you just have to choose one and do it. Another big thing for me recently, and I was thinking about this as I rode my longboard actually, is that an object in motion will always stay in motion. And to change direction, it has to stop before it can change direction. And I learned that in physics, and I'm sure most of you know that that's just a thing. So when a change is about to happen, or when you want to change direction in life, it is okay, and it is good, and it is important to rest and take the time to get your bearings. It's literally scientific, and it's biblical, and it just makes sense. It's important to rest, and it's also really helpful to rest. You need to take the time to work out where you want to go. Take the time to reflect on the past chapter of your life, learn about how it why why it did or didn't go well and also then take the time to be well what changes that I'm going to make for this next chapter of my life what is my purpose what's my why what's my reasoning what am I excited about so we need to normalize it being okay to take a break normalize it being okay to take a rest and work out what you actually want to do normalize it being okay to need some time to regenerate and recuperate when you are changing direction or there's a big change in life so if you take anything from this podcast episode I guess it is that it's okay to take a rest, but you can also choose to be happy and choose to be joyful. But at the same time, suffering is real and you are allowed to acknowledge that. That doesn't make you worse off of a person in any way. And so I guess that is kind of it for today. Thank you for listening to some of my little thoughts. I hope that you can relate to some of them that maybe it sparks some of your own thoughts about the way that you live your life and you are seen, you are heard, you are loved and it is okay to be feeling and experiencing all that you're feeling and all that you're experiencing. And honestly, that is all. I'm just going to say I hope you have a fabulous week. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, share it with a friend. Uh, 
yeah, share with a friend, start some conversations. Um, I hope that you feel like you have a community around you that loves you and supports you. If not, consider this some of your community. Consider me one of your friends. I hope you have a fabulous week. Whatever life throws at you, I hope that you learn from it and live from it and love some of the world around you. And if it's just enough to get through each day, that is okay too. So uh, lots of love. Have a good week and good luck, Charlie. Bye, you guys. Good luck, Charlie. Baba-dee-bee.